0: This is Robert Wood with the Keep It Dago podcast. I'm here with the beautiful Miss Eternal. Hey, hey, hey. Eternal, how you doing today? First of all, you know
1: what? I can't complain, I'm, right. I'm, I'm doing Wood. Okay, well, give Day a shout. A big shout out to the 619 from the east and west to the south, southeast.
0: Okay, I love that. I love that. Big shout out, Dago. Yeah. So, what we want to know about Eternal is... How are your projects going? I mean, you do so much. You sing gospel. Yes. You started off as a rapper. Uh, you were pretty well known in the streets of Southeast when you were younger. Right. And so you've made a big progression. Yeah. Which is a very big deal to a lot of people. So during that progression, how was it doing all that stuff right here in San Diego?
1: You know what? Um, it was it was exciting. It was fun. It was you know I learned I learned a lot. You know from the streets, you know to the church, the music, the industry. You know how how uh, it worked for us as independent so you know, artists, and small business owners. And yeah, uh, I can just say that you know, over the years I've grown. I have learned so much. Now I can I have a better
0: uh, approach. A better approach. So you have a better approach now. So, I just want to go back a little bit with you, musically and life-wise, because by you growing up in San Diego and being into the music scene, there are some people who are just getting into the San Diego music scene, the San Diego entertainment scene, and they might not know some of the things you know. You remember people like, you know, the artists, who they were back then. You remember what San Diego was like back then. You remember the the lack of unity with different sides of town, different sections of town. And all that is kind of turning around. And you epitomize this turnaround by going from a hood chick to somebody who was rapping, to somebody who started doing a little singing, a little acting, all the way up to gospel. So just briefly take us through that progression and what it meant doing it right here in this city.
1: Um, You know, I started off, like you said, You know, as a street rapper uh, and we also uh, intertwined the clothing um, because back then I wanted to have a name, me and my oldest son, we wanted to have a name that would represent San Diego and not really like seclude us from another area in San Diego. And so that's why we chose 805 South because it goes to the heart of San Diego. And... At that time, I knew that I had a calling on my life, but I really didn't understand it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, and I like to tell the truth in my music. So, um, with the street music and sharing what I was doing, eventually I had children, and then I wanted to send a better message. And I'm saying, okay, now, this is what my kids are gonna be saying. And I can't talk about 50 dudes. (laughs) and My kids is rapping this kind of stuff. You know what I mean? You know, making money, hustling this and this and that. And so there came a transition, you know, and within the transition, some of my friends my homies and some of my family members already called me a hood angel because it was just certain things I would do and certain things I wouldn't. And then some people called me a monster, you know, and I never even knew that I was an influence like that.
0: Now let's, let, let's stop just for a moment. I don't want to interrupt you too long. Please hold your train of thought. But I want to go back to when you talked about the street activity. Right. You talked about doing things like, you know, having a bag, making yeah, moves hustling. and all this. Yeah, hustling. That's where banging, like,
1: I, I, I became more influenced, you know, with, with banging and being really out there because the hustling. I like to have money. The cost of living is expensive. I like nice things. And so, that I was introduced to that. And I was introduced to that at a very young age. I started off on 4-5 Block and, you know, watching all the older OGs, you know what I'm saying? And I like having money, you know. And my mom, she moved from San Diego, and she exposed me to like eating good, living nicer. So I got to see like, okay, you gotta have money to really eat and live how you want to, and you can't get it from a regular job. At that time, that's that's how I was thinking, and so yeah. I started hustling. I started hustling. You know, I even, you know, I don't, you know, what I'm saying I, I was. Going to school too and working a job, but I was, you know, I was poisoning my community, man. I was poisoning my community, and I didn't
0: really see it at that because I thought taking care of my mom and taking care
1: of my kids and putting it into something positive, I thought it was right. You know what I mean? That's what you thought at that time. Yeah, that's what I
0: thought at that time. I thought as long as I take this money and put it into doing the right thing, then it was right. Now, at what point did being in the streets hustling? you know the hood chick phase transition over into now i'm in this rap game i'm not completely legit but i'm, I'm getting more legitimate i'm in the rap game right i'm in the music game i'm singing i'm r b
1: you know what i was doing the music thing at first it was just a way to express myself right and because i grew up under a lot of the artists that it brought us together it brought joy to us it brought light to mm-hmm. But how our lives was and eventually uh, I recorded like my first song I think like probably before this actually um, with the youth project but Steve Vicious recorded I think like 97 recorded my Beyond Illusions" and Melt My Cheese and that was like my first you know like CD you know finger yeah. waves you know what I'm saying Put the A, you know eight by ten posters everywhere <laughs> So that's when I was like, oh, I'm vicious. You so you, know what you had, that,
0: you had that, uh, that vicious beats thing. Yeah, man. you
1: know. So, See, you know, yeah, he produced himself on my first tracks, And then from there, it was just like, you know, girls got to work harder. Still to this day, we got to work way harder than the guys. It's still like that. And I think whether it's street or gospel or anything, it's like, it's like we got to work harder. You know what I mean? To get a name. And then so years went by, and then I finally started really pushing and my aunt got behind me and then we started making noise and that's when I was the new lady of the west and so I was on that move, and I
0: was kind of tussling full gospel or am I just going to be this hood angel you know what I'm saying? So, so then you started going from the hood angel new lady of the west yeah and you are in the transitory process.
1: Yeah, but with, it was a tussle. I was a tussle yeah. with myself. It was a it was a, a really serious tussle back then because I had dropped my first gospel project when I went through the uh, situation in my relationship church and everything. And I couldn't comprehend it. You know what I mean? And so I could pick up the phone. And, and no matter what I'm going through, my homeboy, homegirls, no matter where they're from, they'll be there for me. But I, at that time, I didn't feel like that. It was like that for the church. So I struggled back and forth for a minute of uh, uh, what was really, what what God really wanted me to do. Uh, what God really wanted me to do. And so I had this song called "The Streets Keep On Calling Me" years ago. And then it's like the streets keep on calling me, but my soul keeps telling me to live and be sucker free, you know. And I had this song, and so I dealt with that like for some years. Like, so God had
0: already gave me the name, eternally. he had already gave me that, but I hadn't yet I physically committed to him. And so, but, but, because you already had the name, you were starting to see the manifestations in your music, in yes. your creative process. Yes. This type of stuff was coming out. And so then, you're transitioning into the gospel scene, where you're out here in San Diego, when I say San Diego, I'm speaking of the old county metropolitan area. Yes. So were you out here during the time you were making that transition? Yes I was. Yes, and so was. what was that like, making the transition? How did your friends and the people you know kind of feel about it? Did they right. Did they flock to it? And just what's it like doing gospel out here right. in our entertainment industry? Well
1: you know it changed you know because of course I'm not doing exactly the same things I used to do so you don't have the same conversations with your friends that you used to have, you know right. what I'm saying, so so it's different, you know, now I see them, some of them every blue moon, you know, or when it's something in the community, or, uh, you know, a family thing, you know, a funeral thing, or church. it could be church, because, you know, a lot of the homies and friends go to church now, you know, at first, a lot of our homies would just say, like, man, don't, don't stop what you're doing, you know, we need somebody, to, you know, Doing something positive, you know, praying for us or whatever, you know. And I'm sure others might have other stuff to say. They want, you know, they might want me back. They might want me to hang out. They might, you know, they might not tell me straight up, you know. But I'm sure that some people do miss me in that aspect. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Um, but I would hope that I make them more proud that I'm an example of what a queen of the earth supposed to be, what a woman of God supposed to be, so that I can help uh, create our future a better foundation for
0: our kids and they kids kids. Uh, very important stuff you're talking about. And I realized that all of this culminated in your current project. Group, right. Which you already spoke on earlier or mentioned earlier, which is the 805 project. Right. Tell us about that. Well the
1: 805 South project is we work with young people. Uh, focus on prevention and intervention of gang violence, you know, drug usage. Um, We also believe in the three E's, which is educate, encourage, and empower each other. So we believe in pushing that onto our young people, and it's not, you know, judging anybody that's in the gang or anything. It's just being a light, being a positive light, is an everyday thing you know what I'm saying because our flesh is just so used to doing certain things and when you go through certain things you're used to reacting you know like automatic and so we just want to be there we just want to be there we're not you know judging nobody or anything we want to be that that those people that you can pick up the phone and call and get some encouragement and not be judged and uh, we have those resources available you know
0: and so for people who need those resources For people who need you, when you know you're doing music, you're right. doing different things. Is there a way that we can contact? You?
1: Yes, there definitely is a way. You can uh, reach me on all social media at We805 South. We are in a transition, uh, adding Inspire SD, which now we are a, a, a known nationally known 501c3 nonprofit organization. Um, and so you can email us We. 805south at gmail.com. The website is being redone right now, so we should be up and running before the summer's over, probably in August. We should be up and going. Uh, we805south.com.
0: And so, we805south.com. Please don't sleep on it. Don't sleep on it. Be encouraged
1: if you're going through anything, emergency, uh, anything, please. Uh, reach out. There's all types of different other services. We also collaborate with HOFRCC, which is House of Restoration Community Connection. They have a lot of resources here. Uh, Black San Diego is another a website you can get information from. But well, please uh, feel free to reach out. The new project that we were talking about is, it's a solo project, and uh, it's called Mission Possible. Because everything seems like it's impossible but it is possible and so I'm dropping that EP the end of this month July 30th and it got some hot tracks on it we're focused on the fruits of the spirit so we want to encourage bringing love back to the people uh, we have a track called Light, which is focused on suicide prevention uh, we're dealing with a lot of that with our young people and uh, we got some hot tracks man we got some hot tracks coming. okay
0: Okay, can, can, I'm sure that the people in Dago want to hear a little something. So before we go any further, right. I want to give them that opportunity. Okay. Go ahead and let them hear something, please. So I'll play an old one and then a new one, or how you want it? Yeah, yeah. Alright, so
1: we're going to go with 805 South remix for those that haven't listened to it. 805 South goes through the heart of San Diego. All the way from Lemoore to East Dago to Southeast, It's the coast, the hood, the Lincoln. Then you can hit Skyline all the way to the Brown Brothers and Sisters all the way to the core. Cool.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, we got that in And then you can hit him with the other piece a little bit later on. We'll sound good to me. Yeah. Okay, so you just hit him with something that sounded amazing. Hey, you know. I right, South, I like that. I'm sure everybody else does too. So, check this out. When you make a cut like that, it sounds good. It doesn't sound exclusively gospel, so you're still kind of in both lanes a little bit.
1: Um, well, what I believe is that uh, I believe that music is used To direct people And we like seed planters I believe that we seed planters And that song is really about Bringing love back to the community Start at home You know, right. where I grew up And where I'm from and, and it's speaking the language That they can comprehend to me. So it might not be ministry to everybody But for my home This somebody who's listening to Anybody like, that alive, People are dying
0: a way to draw them in they can comprehend to the language that I'm using and even the people that's in charge and also hear the lyrics that I'm saying to know beside You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So so that definitely that definitely works. You guys heard it it's more to the song than you just heard. Uh definitely take the time and check out the whole thing. So your music is really good. And I heard you were doing something special today. Can you tell Dago what that was?
1: Yeah, actually was doing the Eternal Remix video shoot. And uh, so we hit up Ocean View, Fowl Five Park and some other spots uh, just to reenact how God brought me out of where I was in my life and change it around to redirect it to a more
0: positive uh,
1: person in the community.
0: That's great, that's great. So your 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 video is going to entail the full 360. that got yeah, you to where you are now.
1: It's going to be raw and uncut, something what a lot of people probably haven't seen from me. Um, it's definitely going to show uh, some a few graphic things in there about my testimonies, some real life uh, situations that I happened and, and how I chose to look
0: around <laughs> Yes, We've been yes. talking to Eternal. She's been giving us to that 805 South. She's shifted us to some of Southeast life as an artist. Yeah. Now what we're going to ask her is a question that we ask everybody. What can San Diego do? When I say San Diego, once again, I mean the whole county. Right. As an entertainment industry, hip-hop, gospel, R&B, actors, comedians, as an entertainment industry, what can San Diego do? to resonate more with the nearly 3.5 million people in San Diego County. To support
1: them or just
0: No, in other words, what can the artists that are out here do? To bring a better product right. and get more people in San Diego involved in what we're doing. Our rapping, our music, our R&B, our gospel, our reggae, our acting. What Keep It they goes out to do is let people know that we do all this stuff right here in San Diego. Right. And we would like to put people in San Diego, especially people like you who are already doing things, in a position where you can launch careers from San Diego the way you launch it from other big cities. You know, like from Houston, right. Dallas, L.A., Atlanta. Right. And so it is possible to launch a career from a huge metropolitan area like that like this right but in order to do that we got to get more people involved in the entertainment exactly. industry so far out of all the people who I asked this question one word is unity yes. amongst the artists yes. amongst the people in the industry
1: I definitely believe that I definitely believe that unity and getting behind artists regardless if they grew up in your neighborhood or, or your, your actual block but Real artists that are really trying to really do music professionally, the city get behind them and support them. And then the ones that are like in the position educate you know themselves about how the industry works and pass it on to these artists so that they can be equipped. Because I think that a lot of independent artists are not equipped with what they need to take it to the next level. And so when someone tries to maybe present that to them, they might not do the business right now. I think the business and learning that is very important, and unity is very important in San Diego. Yeah. Everybody's on the click thing, well how about we click up and do this Dago thing, you know what I'm
0: saying? Exactly, that's what I'm trying to do. All of us click up out here together as entertainment industry. All of us click up out here together as San Diego's people who live in San Diego County. And let's make it pop. Make it let's pop. Let's get it moving. Yeah. Let's do this day, though.
1: I think that's what others did. They really got some, and, it, and of course you might have those some people that still going, you know, hey, you got it, it's going to be that. We'll still but have for the allies. most part, you have a group of, a huge group of individuals that say, we're going to push this city, and we're going to push it hard. And I believe, like, if that happened in L.A., that happened in New York, that happened in Oakland, you know, that happened in Frisco, you know, that happened in all these different places, you know what I'm saying? Atlanta, you know, to where Atlanta get behind you. When the city offer you keys and, you know, because you're such an influence in your city and community, that's where we want to push our artists. That's to, where we want to be at. I mean? And we
0: just don't want like, okay, well, San Diego is having a music award, but when we have the music award, nobody knows, nobody comes, you can have it in somebody's living room if you want. So it's got to get to the point where we're really getting behind each other. We're really working together. I, I tell you right now, I couldn't agree with you more. All those major cities that you just mentioned, I believe that that is exactly how they did it. Was I there? Do I know that factually? No. But I believe in order to do anything big, people have to come together if they want it to be bigger than the few individuals.
1: Right. I, I, I think so too. Like for me, it has to be bigger than me. It ain't for me. I don't do music just for me, you know what I'm saying? I do it to make an impact, you know what I mean? On the next young artist and whatever I got and any knowledge, I'm willing to share that. And this is how our people in general have to become to like, if you can't use this information, pass it on to someone that can use this information and let's grow, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so on and so on because everybody else is doing that. Other people are doing it and that's how you move and you elevate, you know?
0: Well, and, and, and that's important what you're saying. People have to be coachable. Because the thing about it is, I'm not going to chase you, but if you slow down and listen, I will lace you. And so people have to take the opportunity to be laced, to understand, and to be willing to work together. Yes. I just couldn't agree with you more. And speaking of the way that you make music for other people, and you try to give other people the sound,
1: can we get another car? Yeah, sure. Uh, this is a new track that uh, I'm working on. It's called Eternal. And, uh, you know, I'm from the streets, but I believe that we all been given a purpose in life. And uh, actually,
0: I'm gonna share this track.
1: It's called Blessings. It's a song that uh, I wrote about the love of my children, parents have, the love that parents have for their kids. We go through a lot in San Diego and every wor- worldwide. We deal with uh, different struggles and families. And so this song is about the love I have for my children. And that if I wasn't to wake up the next day, I need them to know that I love them, who they good and they bad. You know, so check this Busy out. Is eternal. Got power. Is eternal. Blessings. Mommy, you, like, baby. I got my baby boy and my baby girl, and I love them like nothing else in the world. Nothing and the world. I got a on my side, I got Do my voice, I love them till the day I die. love I love buy. you, baby. I love your smile. I love you, smile. Miss Eternal? You, I know you don't understand,
0: though. No. You never seen the struggle. How no. much moms had to hustle. What I could, though. Miss Eternal, you are definitely a blessing to Dago. I'm sure you're a blessing to the people that you're around. And hopefully, you'll be back again sometime soon. Indeed. Here we keep it Dago.
1: Keep it Dago. So, for
0: right now, what we want to say. Unless you have something you want to, is there something you want to let us know before we close out?
1: I would just like to say, keep it day going. Okay. Shout out to Rob Woods. Thank you, thank you.
0: <laughs> so, at the end of every show, I always have something to say. For y'all who've been watching, you know it, and we got to do it. We can do it together. Keep grinding. Keep it real. And always keep it day going. Thanks.